This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. You're listening to the 100% LCFC podcast, brought to you by 100% LCFC and Owen Palmerakin. A very good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you might be right now. And welcome to the 100% LCFC podcast. Owen Palmerakin here with a very special summer edition of the show before we kick off general proceedings. In a couple of weeks' time, of course, it's been a very differing close season for Leicester City. It started off very positively with the signings of Christian Fuchs, Shingi Okazaki and Robert Huth. However, on the 30th of June, the club announced that Nigel Pearson had been relieved of his duties due to fundamental differences and that his relationship with the board had become unviable. So the hunt began for City and many names have been branded around. But today we are asking the question, would you take Claudio Ranieri as manager? If it meant that Esteban Cambiasso stayed at the club, the pair, of course, were both at Italian Giants Inter Milan together in 2011, and he could well persuade the Muslim of Argentinian to stay at the Foxes, and that is the question we are asking throughout the show. And joining us on the phone now is the 100% LCFC headline guest, Mr. Alan Young. Massive pleasure to have you along, Youngie, of course. Now, it's been a while since we last spoke, but just give us your thoughts on the goings-on at Leicester City over the last few months. Of course, it started off very well indeed, like we mentioned before, with the signings of Christian Fuchs, Robert Huth and Shingi Okazaki. But they went downhill after the sacking of Nigel Pearson, hasn't it, Alan? Well, uh, the first thing I've got to say is how long have you got? Because this podcast could be about three hours long with, with, with the amount of stuff that you can comment on. And maybe we'll do that maybe in the weeks to come. But so just to put it simply from my point of view, I'm very, very disappointed uh, that Nigel's gone. I can understand some of the um, situations that have contributed to him losing his, his job. And personally, this is the way I feel. With the signings that you mentioned, the books and uh, the Japanese boy and Rob Hurts, why not Cambiasso? And Cambiasso's not coming because Nigel's gone. So that's one simple thing. Now, I'm really looking forward to the, the new season. I'm looking at the squad and I'm thinking, heavens, that, that squad's strong. Why is so strong? We are nearly up with the four big ones. No far behind them. And I was minimalistic about next season. And I've gone on record as saying, I think we've got a real chance and making the top four and getting into Europe. Now, that's not buying this crazy for anything. 
That's how I think personnel at the club have to leave. Players will want to play for this new manager, others won't, and it just causes disruption in the changing And I know that one because I've been there and I've seen it happen and I've been part of it when mm. I've been a manager at the club. Now, all that unrest and uncertainty, which it will definitely bring in, um, I, only, I, I hate to say this, but I think we might struggle. I really think after 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 the momentum of last season, after the excitement of last season and the football we played, not just in the last few games, but over the whole of the season, we learned how to how to survive in the Premiership. We knew what it was all about. Just just as much as when I said about the Championship, winning the Championship, we had to find ways to win it with the youngsters and the new boys in the team. We finally did that and we screamed away with it this season. It was a wee bit longer to find out all about the Premiership that we did. And we did it in time. Didn't you know if you won the first seven games or the first eight games? We survived. And we survived well. Our last our form was top in the Premiership. Our form in the last seven, eight games. So, it comes on to this season now. And what do I honestly think? Well, that's what that, I'm afraid that's what it is. I'm going to support my team. I'm going to support the new manager because that's what you do when you're a Leicester City supporter or ex-Leicester City player, well, some ex-Leicester City players, um, or I'm, I'm, I'm really, really honestly disappointed and I've been inundated from supporters on my Facebook and my Twitter and phone and everything. And it's amazing the groundswell of support that Nigel's got. Now, we can't really discuss the... the I could, uh, as I say... It'll take you about another couple of hours on my views of Thailand, on the views of Ostrich Gate, on my views of his relationship with the Stringer and BBC Radio Live. And I can, you know, every all those little things. One thing certainly that I think let himself down is when he swore at the supporter. But I think there's 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 other issues other issues going on. Um, I wish Nigel well. I wish my team well. I'm looking forward to it. And you know what, Owen? I look at the fixtures. They only play Arsenal, one of the top four, before I think it's Manchester United at the end of, the, end of November. December's a great month. We're getting the three top ones, Man City and Liverpool, and that's wonderful. But we had a great chance. The first part of the season, we've got games that were very, very, very winnable. And I've seen us up and around, at Christmas time, up and around the top half of the table. I've got to say now. The question we're asking today, Alan, is would you take Claudio Ranieri as manager if it meant that Esteban Cambiasso would sign for another season? The pair were together at Inter Milan four years ago and Ranieri may be able to persuade him to sign another deal. Well, that makes a bit of sense to me, yeah. Um, but I, 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 can't, I still can't see past Niger. The man's got great experience and he's, he seems a very decent man. He seems a good football man. He's what we can be as well, as you say. We can be as well come back if Ranieri came. It's every possibility. Would they still play the same way, though? But the thing is, it's can be as well going back with Ranieri and then say to Ranieri, well, I will only come back if you keep this team, if you keep the rest of my club, my teammates. And this is the way we're going to play. Not so sure. I think a manager, when he comes in the club, the first thing he does is get a lieutenant in the dressing room to tell him what's going on. If he does come off, and can be asked, does stay, I'll be 
be excited, yeah. And uh, a bit more optimistic. But um, I don't see Cambiasso coming, to be perfectly honest. Obviously, I know you do want Cambiasso to stay. You've said it many times in this podcast already and in previous shows to this. Um, but would you think that Ranieri is the right man for Leicester City? Is he the right person to come in and take the club forward, Alan? I don't know because I don't really know the man. So, it's, you know, you, you can ask the question to thousands and thousands and thousands of supporters. And they won't know because you don't know the man. You, only, you know the face, you know the voice, you don't know what he is, his attributes, you don't know what his training's like, his philosophies are or whatever. The SA you would find out about them uh, as the season unfolds. But um, of, of the many uh, names that have been bandied around, his makes a wee bit more sense to me than, than anybody else. Who's heading? Nah. A guy from America plays in the third league or something. Something like that. I don't even bother to find out what his name is and how you pronounce it. No. Other people like Allardyce has been mentioned. Not for me. And that's a personal thing as much as a professional thing. Um, Sean Dyche, no thanks. There's, there's not really any that really, really, really spring to mind. And I think that's possibly why Ranieri makes a little bit more sense. Thank you very much for joining us here on the 100% LCFC podcast, Alan. And we look forward to hearing you again. Really appreciate your time. The 100% LCFC chief editor, Phil Holloway, joins us over the internet. Massive pleasure to have you along as well, of course, Phil. We've just spoken to Youngie and we've got his view on things. But what do you think of today's question? Would you take Claudio Ranieri as manager if it meant that Esteban Cambiasso would sign for another year at the Foxes? Yeah, I think that's a really interesting question, Owen. Would we take uh, Ranieri if it meant that Cambiasso stayed together? Well, they did have a little crossover into Milan back in 2011-12 period while Claudio Ranieri was there at the same time as Cambiasso. Nothing too successful between them, but they they do know each other. Um, They did spend a couple of years together there. So you, you would think that there is a chance that it certainly looks like Cambiasso hasn't signed to go anywhere else. And there's there's been various things on Twitter about would he go to places like Everton, West Brom, Villa, uh, even West Ham. So he, he's not taken anywhere. And the rumours are that he's still he's waiting to see who's going to be the next Leicester manager. I think if it was somebody like Claudio Ranieri, somebody who probably respects and got experience and can look to and almost can mentor him, perhaps help that transition from player into player coach much as Nigel Pearson has done with uh, several people including Kevin Phillips I think there could be a, a good relationship there between those two so for me at the moment I mean looking at uh, at the uh, at the current people in the betting I would say Claudian Yamrera is, is the uh, Ranieri is the right person to go for now obviously there are many managers that are in the frame for the job and it begins to form quite a strange list really. Could you quickly outline the favourites and then tell us who you think the tight owners will be putting in charge for the 2015-16 to season please Phil? I mean, what what a mixed bag, Owen, of, of managers whose names... I'm, I'm looking at the uh, current standings as it is with the uh, bookies. I'm looking at Sky Bet, and these, these odds are changing all the time. But uh, the hot favourite at four to five now is, is Predrag Radzewski, or Predic. You know, Bob Bradley has come out of absolutely nowhere yesterday to be seven to two favourite as well. The ex-United uh, States manager, I hadn't heard too much about either of those two people until the last 24 hours so neither of them excite me particularly at all if I'm honest they've got no experience or very little experience of of the Premier League or the, or European football full stop so 
names you've not heard of. I think that they're massive gambles. Uh, we've we've just talked about Ranieri at seven to one. It, again, it, looking like the best of a, of a fairly average bunch. To be fair, um, Neil Lennon's in at ten to one. We've talked well about him. That he's he's obviously got passion ex, and being an ex Leicester player, he the fans would certainly give him a chance if he was to get the job. A young up and coming manager. No track record in the Premier League, so very untried. I think that's a big gamble to go for Neil Lennon. Uh, Steve Cottrell is at fourteen to one. He's dropping out again. Even bigger gamble with no no real connection with Leicester City. Uh, Gus Hiddink was hot favourite yesterday. He's ruled himself out pretty much of taking the manager's job. Um, he's in at twelve to one, but he said he might take a supervisory role. But that sounds like a director of football to me. Twelve to one for Martin O'Neill dropping away. A lot of fans would like to have Martin O'Neill back, uh, but he, he definitely is dropping out of the standings. A lot of talk earlier in the week of Jurgen Klopp, and many, many fans would take that. I think he's, he's perhaps out of our league as it stands at the moment. Uh, and then we fall into the name, sort of 18, 18 to 1 is Roberto Di Matteo, and Kevin Phillips at 25 to 1, David Moyles at 25. You know, these are the sorts of managers that you don't really think have got a sniff, but people have obviously put a few quid on them to come and get it uh, slightly disappointing for me I, I'd quite like to have had Sam Allardyce I'm not, I'm not necessarily his biggest fan but I think out of the out of the 20 managers who've been banded around for them for the position at Leicester I, I would have thought that Sam Allardyce would ensure that we stayed in the division next year which is the number one priority I think he'd deliver us mid-table at least in the Premier League he's not everybody's favourite but what he does bring to the table is a wealth of experience of the Premier League He's took unfashionable clubs like West Ham, Blackburn, Bolton. Not only kept them in the Premier League, he, he's he's delivered pretty decent results for them and, and kept them in that top 12 sort of position, which is what most Leicester fans, I think, would accept as a decent second season, a very decent second season, to be out of a relegation dogfight and a mid-table thing. So, God, I've got no idea who, at the moment, the, the tie owners are going to put into position. It changes day by day, hour by hour, there's a new name pops in. As I'm looking now live on the on the betting, there's a Jocelyn Gorovanek. Gorovanek, I've never heard of him. I'm sorry, I'll, I'd have to Google him. I've got no idea. He's at 10 to 1. We've got four out of the top three, uh, three out of the top four managers that are rumoured to be uh, the favourites. I've got to be fair, I've not heard of them. It's not looking too brilliant, and a lot of people now are starting to say, "Gosh, I really wish we'd have kept Nigel Pearson." Anyway, that's it. That's it on the managers as it stands now. It'll all change in the next ten minutes, Owen. Massive pleasure to have you along. Really appreciate your time, Phil. Thank you. Now let's have a look at what the fans are saying as we put a post out a couple of nights ago, asking our main question: If it meant that Esteban Cambiasso would sign another one-year deal, would you take Claudio Ranieri as a manager? And some fans have got in contact. Ben Spire said he definitely would, and Derek Simmons has got in contact and said the best suggestion yet, and he would take that 100%. Ivan Smith has also got in contact and said no, not really. Ranieri isn't an overall winner. Plus, the players he manages don't seem to like him. However, Mark Clemens, Deza Spicer, Matthew Fox and Mitchell Powley would all say yes to the idea of Claudio Ranieri joining the Foxes as manager if it meant that Esteban Cambiasso would sign another deal. Now, we're joined over the phone by Chris. Hope you're well, Chris. Now, clearly, all all the talk around the club at the moment is regarding the managerial position. But let's talk Nigel Pearson for a minute. Do you think the club are right to sack him after he stood up for his son? (laughs) That is the... Ten million pound question, isn't it? I think it, 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 I don't think it was that one decision. I think 
After what happened back in February with the Izzy isn't he sacked uh, gate, as they call it, it was always going to be on the cards. His, I think his cards were marked. I think when one of the, well, when the owner himself basically wanted him out, I think it was only a matter of time before it was going to happen. You know, after that, he didn't exactly sort of keep a, a clean sheet of good behaviour. Quite a few things sort of happened. And I think you know, that was just basically the straw that broke the camel's back. We've been asking the question throughout the show, uh, Chris, and I'm sure you've been listening, about whether fans of Leicester City would take Claudio Ranieri as manager if it meant that Esteban Cambiasso would sign another deal. What are your thoughts on that one? I would love Claudio Ranieri. I mean, I know four years is probably the longest he's been anywhere, but that was at Chelsea of the Premier League. He's done it at the top level. And I think the big thing is he wants the job. Or he's come, at least he's come out and said he wants the job. How many of the others are sort of distancing themselves already, whether they seriously don't want it or whether they are trying to get a better deal, who knows. But sort of Sam Allardyce has an extended holiday. If, to me, if somebody comes out and actually wants the job, and when you look at his record and what he's, what he's won, and like you say, he may well even bring Cambiasso in with him and get him on the coaching side, yeah, I'd bite his hand off. You said that you would love uh, Claudio Ranieri in charge, but is there anyone in particular who you think will be possibly better? Maybe Gus Hiddink or Neil Lennon, someone along those lines? Neil Lennon doesn't do it for me, and I know he, he's got sort of a lot of fans wanting because of what he's achieved, you know, with, with Leicester as a player. But as, in managerial terms, he did it in Scotland, and no disrespect to the Scottish League, especially if Alan's listening to this, but it's a two-team league, and for a bit of that time, one of those teams wasn't even in it, so probably you or I could have managed Celtic to the <laughs> to the to the titles in those um, seasons. So I'd like to see him come to the club. I don't think he's ready yet because whatever whoever it is that's going to be the next appointment, it's got to be the right one. Because if we stay up this next season, the money we're going to earn is is off the scale. I think it's a, you know if we get it wrong and we go down you know again, who knows how long it could take us to get back. Because Hiddink, I liked. He definitely was my first choice for it. Mm, I don't know if he's gone quiet on that. And you know, there's talk about he wants to retire. I don't think Sam Allardyce would be a bad decision if we could get him. Because what he would do is give us three or four seasons of stability, which is what we basically for me. That's the next step. We've got up. We've stayed up. Let's have two or three or four seasons now where we just establish ourselves and then move on from there. So, but. Uh, and yeah, I think at the moment my first choice was certainly Hiddink and Allardyce. I'd take either of those. Mm, of course, there, are, there have been, finally, then, uh, there's been reports on Hiddink. Uh... Chris, there have been reports over the last few days that Gus Hiddink has been offered the role of a supervisor at Leicester City Football Club, maybe to a less experienced or a younger manager. Do you think that would work at Leicester City? Not over the world or in Europe, just at Leicester City. Do you think that would work? That's the continental way it seems of doing it, but I don't think it's ever really worked out at English clubs. I mean, Newcastle tried it for a while, didn't they? With Joe Kinnear as the the experienced one. I mean, a bit of a joke, but look what happened there. I just, I just can't see it working because who makes the final decisions? Mm. You know, if you're going to have an experienced one and then a coach, why not just have a manager and assistant manager? Good point. Good, very good point. Mm. 
Yes. Very good point. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that as being a way, for, you know, for me personally, I don't think that would work. Thank you very much for joining us, Chris, on the 100% LCFC podcast. Really appreciate your time. And so there we have it, ladies and gents, the end of the summer edition of the 100% LCFC podcast. It's been a massive pleasure to have you along. Remember to get in contact. You'll be able to find all the contact details in the description of this track. And we will be back in a couple of weeks' time with the regular Monday night podcast. So do make sure you tune in to those when they come available. But until then, it's goodbye from myself and the rest of the 100% LCFC team. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.